Welcome in, everybody, to the Westside Sports Podcast. This is a breaking emergency podcast, as we do for all big-time Mariners trades and or acquisitions. And today, we will be covering the latest trade in just one minute. But first and foremost, welcome in to today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I very much appreciate it. As always, I am your host, Dakota Esri. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Professor. You can find me there. Um, all my ins, all the insights, the latest details and stuff that you, if you're missing this, if you, or if you don't have the time, you can, uh, go on to Twitter and find the, the, most of the details I'm going to cover in today's podcast on there. The major trade, as everybody has been talking about and the internet has been trying to handle lately in the last about 15 minutes, it's been, or last 20 minutes, excuse me. It was announced that the Minnesota twins and the Seattle Mariners had come to an agreement on a trade. That would send second baseman, former all-star Jorge Polanco to the Seattle Mariners for a package leading with Anthony DiSclefani, Justin Topa, prospects, and Gabriel Gonzalez and Darren Bowen. I will be going through all of them here as we go through the podcast today. Um, first and foremost, both teams are better after this trade. The Twins fans, for those of you, my family, Midwest God bless you. Thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. A lot of them are pretty sour right now because they just don't know much about our players, which I fully understand because the only reason why we know much about the Twins players is because we talked extensively here as well as on uh, Locked On Mariners. It's been an exclusively covered topic about the Mariners' interest in Jorge Polanco. So... We're going to go through the trade piece by piece. I'll tell you every, all, all the details. If you're not really big into the, like, the intermittent details of the trade, age, contract stuff, might not be the podcast you will, that you, you want to listen to. I'm just being honest, giving guys a heads up ahead of time of what today is going to be like. So, Polanco, 30 years old, signed a five-year extension with the Minnesota Twins three years ago. He has two years left on the deal. The last year, next year's deal, is a specific club option, uh, which is valued at $12 million. He's currently valued at $10.5 million due this year. Uh, career 269 hitter, switch hitter, guy plays league average defense. He's not an, an excellent glove. He doesn't haul ass on the bases. This dude hits the he hits baseballs and he hits them with absolute c- conviction. He has a knack for finding barrels uh, in the top twenty-five in baseball and barrel percentage. Polanco check marks every box that we've been looking for a second base, really since Robinson Cano and his sweet sweet swing. But a lot of people were questioning why. The other players in this team or in this trade were included. So, essentially, when you're looking at the rest, right? You're looking at Di Sclafani. You look at uh, Topa. You look at Gonzalez. You look at Bowen. The it's a it's a surplus package deal for Minnesota. They're getting bulk, and I don't blame them. If I was them, this is a very good deal, right? I mean, Polanco for Minnesota. Has been a 120 minimum WRC plus hitter for the last three years. The dude's been absolutely consistent year in, year out. The dude hits baseballs, switch hitter, hits the hit, hits really well against lefties. It's not no due disrespect. It's not like a Cal Raleigh where it's like 
power on one side lefty, but not much power on the right side. He has split power. He's going to hit the ball really, really hard with consistently hard. He train, he uh, works out at the same complex alongside Julio Rodriguez. So he is already up to, up to par with what our expectations are here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, since 2021, he ranks fifth amongst all second basemen in uh, in baseball. Excuse me, above players such as Marcus Simeon, Brandon Drury, Gleyber Torres. He notched in at 121 WRC plus for the for that last time. Minnesota, what you need to know about the prospects and Gabriel Gonzalez and Darren Bowen. Gabriel Gonzalez is a plus athlete. Who has a con? He has a good knack for hitting the ball with doubles power. He doesn't have a lot of over the over the wall power. That's where the kind of confusion was with our system. We we were having a hard time getting him to lift the ball up into the air in general. He's a doubles hitter down the line plus speed. He's gonna he could probably if you're wondering when could he be realistically you know contributing to the Minnesota Twins. You're probably talking two years. That's how far you're looking out for uh, Gabriel Gonzalez. And that's being generous. It could be two and a half. It could be three. It could be a year and a half. So he's a very quality prospect. He was ranked 78th in MLB Pipeline. And he was easily top 10 prospect in our farm system. So you guys did, did well on that. And Darren Bowen. I love Darren Bowen personally. Good young man. Respectful. Really enjoyed the uh, the back and forth I had with him along on, in the off season with some other different players and stuff I was privy to. Really, really appreciate that opportunity. But um, Darren, just a really smart guy. Knows who he is. Knows his craft. Knows what he needs to 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 work at. It's like you know, it's it's he's not gonna try and make something to work to what he's not. Long extension, lanky kid, still trying to build into it to his frame. He's a little bit on, on the smaller-ish side in general. Um, not saying he's, like, tiny. He's just not, like, you know, part of my French. He's not a fucking yote. He's not huge. So, Darren Bowen, really excited for your opportunity in Minnesota. Same go, same thing goes for, for Gabby. Uh, Dee Sclafani is going to be an innings eater for, for Minnesota. He's going to be able to fit into the back of that rotation. Take some pressure off of their younger arms. I don't know what their younger arms are coming up. With all due respect, I don't really cover the Twins. If you guys are new to, to this podcast, this is mainly Mariner stuff. But I know that they do have some young pitching coming. And they needed a veteran arm to kind of, kind of like a Marco Gonzalez. Not saying that Anthony DiScofani is Marco Gonzalez, but it's a similar role for what he would do and will do for Minnesota coming in for next season. And here's here's what's interesting about this whole trade, right? The money at the end of this trade, right? Because all we've talked about all offseason has been money, 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 right? Because first it's the fucking RSN and then it's, Oh, we're broke. And then, oh, we're reports are coming out from every left field, right field, corner, third base. Everybody's taking shots at us. And then we take them. We take our shots. We go through. We sign Mitch Garver. And we just start working on building this up. Disclafani came in from the trade, via trade, obviously, from the Robbie Ray. For those of you who didn't catch on or by chance it might have slipped your brain, whatever it might be. Um, the value of Disclafani was quite... What's the word I'm looking for? It was substantial. In my opinion, it was. 
because he's a huge chip in this. Same thing goes for Justin Topa. Justin Topa was traded for a low A pitcher who wasn't going to do a fucking thing for the Mariners, per my French, for the next like five years. Joseph Hernandez was his name. I loved that kid. I thought he had potential in three years. And that was for a bullpen possibility, right? Milwaukee said, we like him to, to be a bullpen or a starting guy. We'll, we'll give him more, more time, blah, blah, blah. Justin Topa, Jerry, this is a complete plus trade. This is a good day for, for, for Jerry and Justin. And for all you people, okay, I'm going to just say something and this not... I'm going to piss somebody off when I say this. And I apologize for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyways, okay? Mariner's Twitter is like the most hostile, negative fucking place that I've ever been around, okay? Locked on Mariners, right? Ty Dane, or Ty and Colby, if you guys don't know to listen to them, please check them out. They do a wonderful job, right? This morning... Everything got lit up and the hot stove got fired up again when Ty posted that he was told legitimate intel that a possible trade was coming on the pipeline today. And he chose to tell us this. He didn't have to tell us this shit. He chose to. And people, all you assholes are sorry. It's not obviously everybody. I'm not generalizing this. I've read some of the shit. That can't has come out of people's mouths and through their fingers and on their little LCD touchscreens. Okay, be respectful. You know when we were when we were raised as, as kids, you know there was that thing you think before you speak, think before you press the send button. Be better, people. Don't rake these people up and down the, the coals because they're giving you giving us a fucking favor. I'm sorry. Give me a break, man. This is why a lot of people don't like Twitter. I don't blame them. But criticizing somebody over and over and trying to demean and belittle somebody of their status that they've worked really fucking hard at is disgusting. It's just disgusting. And I will stand by these guys because they worked their asses off and they inspired me to do what I'm doing here today. So if you got a problem with you don't like with what I said or if you don't like but you know my, my whole betterment I apologize I but I genuinely do but I am a good man I believe at heart who will stand up for what I see is right and wrong because in our world there is not many of much of that left these days and we need to save on to last if it's possible again apologies for this random rant at the end of, of this podcast I never do this shit but seeing death threats and people's families being accused and belittled and it's just it was disgusting revolting and we need to be better as an overall mariners community to say if we see like something like this when we were kids speak up say and if and if you're and if you were saying oh well who who am i gonna say it to tell it to somebody power reach out to me personally i will i have I have avenues. I have channels with where I can get some serious shit across. So let's just try and be better and hold people accountable and just focus on it day by day. God bless you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this. Apologies again for this weird rant at the end of the show. But um, sometimes it's needed.
God bless. I'll catch you guys next time. And Jerry, keep fucking cooking, baby. Peace.